started, man. How has uh how has quarantine been, and uh, how have you been doing, you and your family, throughout the uh, the pandemic? Uh, yeah, at the start of it, um, I had a fight scheduled, so I was in mid camp when uh, things in Michigan started kind of getting shut down. So uh, once things in Michigan got shut down, I think it was probably like a good month or so where I was still going. Uh, like I, when I was on call at work, I would still have to get go in. Or, like, if something came up that was, like, an emergency or, or whatnot, they would call us, and then we would go in for that. But uh, I'd say about a month and a half in, one of my training partners that I, uh, you know, do some work with quite often, Jamal Hill um, from Grand Rapids as well, um, signed a fight. So <clears throat> I had started training with him. So I guess since then I've been pretty lucky because I've been in and out of their gym for probably two months. And then um, my gym started doing some classes, but you can only do like one, one certain, uh, one certain type of type of mixed martial arts. You know that we have jujitsu, MMA, and Muay Thai at Triumph, which was like my main, you know, my main gym. So I'm doing just Muay Thai with them, and then I'm doing uh, all my other work with Jamal and, and his team. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of business uh, in Michigan uh, with the company I work with. And it hit Michigan and Seattle and those sorts of areas really, really hard. How is it, is it gone down a little bit now, since then? Or uh, I'd say there for a while they were making it seem like it went down, but since things have opened back up, I th- I'd say like in the last three or four weeks, it's looking like uh, we're probably going to be right back into um, you know somewhat of a lockdown or um, you know them kind of being very, very strict on what we're doing and when we're doing it. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Jamal Hill. He looked extremely impressive last time out. What was it like being uh, being a part of his success? Uh, uh, I mean, I've, I've known Jamal since we were amateurs. You know what I mean? So um, when we were amateurs, you know, he was a 205er then as well. You know, and he's not the smallest 205er. He's a pretty big guy. People try to say he should go to 85 all the time. But, you know what I mean, Jamal's, Jamal's not little, you know, so um, – I, I think uh, back then, it was probably two years ago, two and a half years ago, we started, like, uh, sparring on the regular. You know, we had worked out a few times together here and there. And then about two years ago, two and a half years ago, we started working together, uh, you know, in each other's camps at least once or twice a week. And then, uh, yeah, ever since he went got into the UFC after his Contender Series, Dave, you know, cause Contender Series fight, I'd say uh, every time he got a call for a fight, you know, he was getting a hold of me and he wanted me in there you know, multiple days a week, more than what we were doing, you know, because we were kind of understanding that we're at that level now where, you know, there's nobody else really around here that can benefit off each other more than what we can. You know what I mean? So um, I'm very blessed to have Jamal, you know, in my backyard, just like, you know, I feel like he, he feels the same way about me. You know what I mean? My skills are very good. Uh, You know, I feel like a lot of people don't respect me because of how I look. Uh, Jamal, Jamal speaks for me, you know, very, very much all the time, you know, and, and after he won his last fight and we were in the room with Dana right there, you know, he even said, you know, quit sleeping on my boy, you know, Dana didn't really look up or nothing, you know, not his job to, you know, he's probably got enough things going on, but, yeah. you know, it was just cool to see, you know, that the people that I work out with and, you know, the, 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 the things that I believe in and what I do is true. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not really a, a big guy on saying like, Oh, I want to be the UFC world champ. I should be in the UFC because I'm better than everybody else and blah, blah. That's just not who I've ever been. You know what I mean? I wrestled. So we, we compete against uh, whoever's uh, across the circle. You know, you didn't get to pick your opponents. So I wrestled all types of people, man, tall, short, small, big. So I, I just try to work to, to keep getting better. And uh, you know, Jamal's a big part of that. You know, Jamal makes me work at all levels and, 
I'm good on the ground. He's good on his feet. So, I mean, we mesh very, very well together. And, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely a dream come true to go, go to an event like that and, and travel. I've never been to a UFC event. You know, I wanted my first one to either be cornering one of my buddies or, you know, fighting. So it definitely was pretty cool to have that happen finally. Was it unusual to, to do it, uh, I guess, because it is a UFC event, but it sure probably didn't feel like it with the empty arena. Did, how did that feel? And, and, and is this something you'd be interested to do, like to compete as a fighter in an empty arena? Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm one of those people where I'm not really in this for all that yelling. I mean, I love the fans, man. I love people. I'm a huge people person. So that's like one of my favorite things to do is be at the event with people. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it was my first trip. So it was really cool to kind of see the business side of things and how things are ran, you know, and what they're doing right now, because we could be in this pandemic for a lot longer than people realize. So, you know, I'm getting the understanding that at the level I'm at, man, I really have to, uh, you know, make this push because who's really going to be doing a lot of fights right now, other than, you know, the people at the highest level in the world. So I feel like I deserve to be there, you know, and I, and right now we're doing everything we can to, uh, you know, make that happen as soon as possible. So you're nine and one as a, as a heavyweight, which is really, really impressive when you think about it, because they're signing guys that are three and one. Uh, like they signed uh, Justin Taffa, who's three and one. He's very impressive, but he's three and one. Um, as a heavyweight, to have a record like nine and one, you're you're bound to be knocking on the the doorstep of a UFC or a Bellator. And I know, you, like you said, you're not a guy who's going to beg for those shots, but you have to imagine one big win and you're right there. What do you think it'll take? To, to get a call from from a Dana White or a Scott Coker or one of these big big promoters? Uh, I think a lot of it is, man, the politics in the game, you know, making sure I'm with the right management company. Uh, I've been running with the same group for a long time, kind of helping one of my friends, you know, a guy I came into the game with that i seen trying to build a brand. You know, I've been helping him build his brand for a long time, and um, I think the biggest thing is just trying to make that right connection and, and figure out why. You know, they're signing people that I beat last year you know, to go on the contender series, you know, and these guys are all sudden sliding over the rankings and stuff on me. And, you know what I mean? It just doesn't really make any sense because on paper, you can say they're better than me, but the, you know, there's proven facts that I beat these dudes yeah. and I take tougher fights. You know, ever since I beat some of these guys, I don't go backwards. Even after I lost that one fight, that was a title fight. I didn't move really that far back in opponents. I took another title fight right after that. You know what I mean? And ever since then I fought, I think I've had six scheduled title fight since I lost that fight you know what I mean so I keep dropping myself in 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 what I would say the doghouse you know what I mean are are in the jungle you know what I mean I'm not taking these easy fights I'm not trying to you know take away from anything anybody else is doing you know what I mean I I understand it it is it is what it is and this is the game but you know where's the credibility and being the guy that's different than everybody else and taking the tough fights because I understand how I look you know I mean I understand in everybody else's eyes they're going to be upset about how I look. But you don't know me. You don't know what I do every day. You don't see the, the time I put in. But I promise you, you know, you get me in there and let me, you know, perform under a, you know, a fair fight. You know, my last couple fights had some things happen that I can't control. You know what I mean? And I, I continued in both fights. You know, if you watch those fights, I never said I didn't want to continue. I, you know, obviously I was a little battered and after them. You know what I mean? One of them split me wide open. The other ones were a couple elbows to the back of the dome. You know what I mean? Those don't really feel that great. Definitely at a heavyweight. You know what I mean? Those are big dudes. Um, you know, nobody's signing up to fight these guys. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to fight these guys I'm fighting. You know, my, that Leroy Johnson fight in Michigan that I lost, nobody had fought him in Michigan in like three or four years other than Pat Welsh, who was in the UFC. 
You know what I mean? These guys, nobody was signing up for these fights, and I've been doing this year after year after year. You know what I mean? So I just, I really can't answer that question anymore. You know, it used to be a lot of, a lot of different answers could be it, but now it's, it's basically, I think they're just upset about how I look. You know, man, maybe they don't think I'm promotable, but, you know, you can look at my social medias. You can, you can see how I promote myself, how I talked after those fights and those DQs. You know what I mean? How I, how I represented myself after those DQs. You know, if anything, I feel like I should get a call just for that because not very many guys are professional in this game. And I, I'm doing it to a complete another extent. You know what I mean? A couple back-to-back DQs and stuff I can't control, you know, and people posting all kinds of things about me. And, you know, and I use that stuff as positive, you know what I mean, not negative. So, you know, hopefully one day I'll, I'll get I'll get what's mine. And, and when the time comes, man, we'll be ready. I'm just getting better and better. You know, I'm only 26 years old, so. Yeah, your last your last two fights, like you mentioned, were were disqualifications. Do you think had one of those, either one of those, been a TKO or even a decision victory, do you think that would have warranted a shot? That's all I because in my opinion, that's all I think it is. It's like okay, we can't give them a, t- a shot in the UFC coming off back to back DQs, uh, even though they were legitimate DQs. There's no controversy surrounding either one of those. But do you think had you won either one of those? Uh, in a different fashion and that that could have gotten you a shot? Yeah, I'd say so. And then, like, you know, in the last ones, there was some other stuff, you know, fighters deal with a lot of stuff behind the scenes and, you know, and, and with LFA going through what it went, just went through, you know, they're back up and running it, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for them because I love fighting for LFA, and those are great guys. But, you know, right before my last fight with them, there was also some things going on behind the scenes, you know, and I was under contract. So, you know, there's some other – there's some other question marks that had to go down with my last fight, you know what I mean, um, through some decisions that I made on my side, you know, business-wise. So, you know what I mean, there was a, a miss weight there, but, you know, that was a decision I made because I knew I was going to be asking to get out of their contract. So I didn't really want the belt. Um, you know, I don't really care about the belt. To me, it's about taking these tough fights. So I guess, yeah, that could be a big part of it maybe, you know what I mean, the, the seeing the DQs, and I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, I, like I said uh, – on my social media now and previously, you know, I'll, I'll rerun any of those fights back if that's what the UFC wants to do. If they want to bring me in to fight one of these dudes, I see Hennon just signed with PFL. Good for him. I'll fight for PFL. You know, what I mean, I don't, I'm a, I'm a free agent, man. That's that's why I made the decision when I did. You know, if LFA even hit me up with something good, I would probably go back and fight for them as well. You know, what I mean, it was just at the time with the way things were working out. You know, fighting out of state for a little bit of money and me taking time off of work just didn't really make sense. So I wanted to be able to schedule a fight in my home state if that's what was to come next. Definitely after the DQ, you know what I mean? Because how is that, you know, five-round fight, man? I'm in the fifth round, and I see that as a pretty close fight. Yeah, there was some holding on in that fight, but that's a wrestler versus a judo guy, you know what I mean? As much as you tell us to break off, we're still going to try to do what we're good at. Because that's what our, you know, what I mean, it's 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 tough in there. You know, that that's what happens when you're in these big fights. It, it makes you go to the next level of yourself. You know, and how many of these guys that they're signed and are doing that? You know, what I mean, that's that's like my fifth or sixth title fight where I've been in that kind of a mindset. So I'll be ready for you know whatever's next. And you know, I I feel real bad for whoever I fight next. And I don't mean that out of no disrespect, man. It's just I've been putting time in. You see how Jamal did his thing. You know, nothing's going to build my confidence more than, you know, being his number one sparring partner, looking just like that guy, switching stances and, you know, doing everything that guy did, you know, to him and then to see him do what he did. You know, I mean, that just just helps to to remind us, you know, what level we are at. And, uh, you know, we ain't got to go too far to do those things. We're doing it right here in our own backyard. You know, I mean, like 
like people say you can't. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the guys you have a victory over, Josh Parisi- Parisian, I think is how you pronounce his name. Parisian, he's fighting on the yeah. he's fighting on the contender series. Isn't it a little bit bittersweet seeing guys that you've beaten, and it's not you haven't lost since then, then either. So it's like it's a little bit it's got to be a little bit frustrating to see guys that you've beaten competing where you want to be. How does it feel? And, and and like, is it is it bittersweet at all to you? Yeah, no, and, and I made a post about it. You know, I felt bad. I, it took me a, a, like almost two days to even make a post. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I knew some people were going to be upset at me and and blah 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 whatever. You know how you know how this sport is, man. There's a lot of drama that goes into it, and I'm just not with all that. You know, I, I work a full time job. I got a great family. I like to keep my head on straight and not even pay attention to people. You know what I mean? I'm a very friendly person, so I feel like people forget that this is business. You know what I mean? So I may be friendly, but when I feel like my sto- my toes are getting stepped on or somebody's spitting in my face, you know what I mean? I'm going to speak out. So, you know, I uh, I chased Josh as the number one heavyweight when I first came into pro fighting. So there's a lot of background behind this other than me just beating Josh. You know what I mean? I, I uh, I chased Josh when I was 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, and he wouldn't take the fight after he called me out. When I was 0-0, you know, he was the one that talked about fighting me. I never even knew who he was until he called me out when I was an early pro, and he already had a couple wins, you know. I think he was just trying to get an easy dub, and then once he figured out who I was, he didn't want it. So then he goes to the Contender Series, wins, good for him, goes on the Ultimate Fighter and loses to uh, an Olympic wrestler, you know what I mean? It doesn't get finished. He keeps getting up and keeps getting up and keeps getting up and, and, and ends up losing a close decision. But... Shouldn't that credit what I did to him? Because I finished him in minute 10 on the ground. You know what I mean? I subbed him. Quit. So, like, to me, I should have got the call last year. That was last April. Two Aprils ago. Sorry. Two Aprils ago. Like, a year and a half ago. You know what I mean? So, I felt like I should have got the call then. You know, so it's bittersweet at the same time. I don't mean no disrespect to Josh. It's just, this is this is my brand. You know what I mean? So, I earned number one in Michigan. So if you're signing somebody from Michigan to go on to the contender series, in my mind, why would you bring the backup? You know what I mean? I already proved on paper and off paper that I'm better than him. So, and I would do it again. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean that I have no disrespect. I, I'm, I'm always cool to run stuff back. Wrestling, you don't, like I said, you don't get to pick. So if you, you know, anybody that ever questions my skills, they, I, they can come train with me at the gym. I'll beat you at the gym, and then I'll fight you eight weeks later and beat you again. Like, I, I don't really care. You know what I mean? That's I never say these things, and, and it's, it's coming to that time where I have to say these things. You know what I mean? And I don't, I, don't, I don't mean no disrespect to these people. It's just I'm done being this nice, like, oh, I'll just wait for these. No, like, you know, if I beat you and you got a shot over me, you should see that as disrespect to me, like Chad Johnson did. You know, Chad Johnson knows exactly everything about me. I, I fought on the same card as Chad. His, him and his whole team 100% respect those guys, and, and – I appreciate everything they've done for me, you know what I mean? Because they reach out to me and, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to do everything they can to kind of get the, the questions answered of why I'm not getting the call either. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, that's, that's why I, I hate to be this guy sometimes, but I just want, I just want my respect, man. And, and that's basically, I've earned that, you know, forget the two DQs. You can, you can, you can forget the DQs, but even before the DQs, I beat Parisian. And then a lot of people don't know, um, Jesse Hernandez, who I fought after Parisian for Lights Out, was um, Grizzly Bear, uh, Justin Frazier's buddy. So Justin Frazier was in the house with Josh. Yeah. So Justin Frazier originally, originally wanted to fight me. Justin Frazier was the one that originally wanted to fight me. But he couldn't because he got some kind of contract from somebody else. So then I ended up fighting Jesse, who was his main training partner, who also tried out for the Ultimate Fighter. 
and uh, he made it to like the finals of the group. You know what I mean? So like the UFC knows who he is. You know what I mean? Like that's so basically that was the only reason I even took the fight is because I knew he was so and so's training partner and his record was halfway decent because I don't like fighting guys that I don't think have been in the game. You know what I mean? I don't I don't like easy fights. That's, that's not it. Doesn't make me work hard. What makes yeah. me work hard are these guys that look like poster boys and everybody's saying I'm a nine to one underdog. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that makes me get up in the morning and do what I do on a day to day basis. So I will chase that forever. You know, I don't care about what promotion. Yes, obviously, you know, I wear UFC stuff. You know what I mean? I, I love I love the I love the, the athletes, man. I love what everybody does, you know, and I, I respect, you know, Jorge Masvidal and John Jones and and all these fighters, Israel Adesanya, you know, he's turning down fights because he wants a main event slot, man. He's not, no, he's smart. These guys are intelligent fighters, man. These aren't young kids that are coming in the game anymore without, without a business mindset. You know, I love seeing that because it makes me feel good about, you know, doing what I've been doing since I came into this sport. So. Yeah. I think it's important. Uh, guys like Jorge, guys like John Jones doing what they're doing and fighting up for standing up for pay, because I think it, it really will help grow the sport into becoming a big, you know, no one wants to get involved into a sport if there's no money in it. Like, realistically, no one would go into the NFL if they were making peanuts. Uh, and I think the UFC really needs to kind of build that. And I think it's important, like you said, for the champions to be doing what they're doing. Uh, with the organizations up and running now, we got LFA, Invicta, Brave, all these, tor- all these uh, organizations are up and running. They're announcing events. What does that mean for you? Where are you? How are you feeling? Are you months away from a return? Weeks away? No, I think I think I'm within eight weeks, man. I'm a uh, I'm in ears with I've been in conversations with different management companies talking about maybe signing with them because, like I said, man, I've been working with my guy for a long time, and he's 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 lost for words. You know what I mean? Like we've we've tried to contact the UFC and and you know so now we're taking every route you know imaginable. We're hitting up CFCC. We're hitting up. You know, anybody that I think that he thinks or I think or anybody around us thinks that's having shows regionally, we're hitting them up. And then I'm using these other, you know, this other management company. You know, he's he's a very good connect to have. And, and he, he represents a lot of my friends. You know what I mean? So I kind of reached out to him just to kind of see, uh, you know, maybe he can get me a question answered that nobody else can. So, you know, if, it, if, if that's what it comes to, then that's what it comes to. You know, that's I don't want to go there, you know, because that's not the person I am. I've always been very loyal and, and love building things with my people, but you know sometimes you got to branch out and, and try to make connections to keep building. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's where we're at, and if that's where it comes to, that's where it comes to. But regardless, I think I think you'll see me back August, and then uh, hopefully November at the latest, because it sounds like the that Tony Lopez fight. If nothing else happens, you know I'm gonna hopefully run that in November because it was just postponed. They didn't cancel it, so there's still hope for that one. Even if I get one in before that, I'm cool. Cause then I get two fights. You know what I mean? I don't, I really don't care. You know, like I said, Tony's a legend. He's got 49 yeah. wins or 50 wins. So in my mind, I don't, you know what I mean? And he's beat a lot of good guys. That's, that's going to be a fun fight regardless. You know what I mean? So I, I, I've been chasing that fight since I was like two and oh, you know what I mean? So these guys are guys that I've seen that I wanted years ago. And they're just now like, you know what I mean? Finally giving me the chance. And it's cool for me, bad for them because it's been a long time. You know what I mean? So, I'm, I think I'm getting ready to uh, roll into my prime here, and I, I'm finally starting to figure life out. I've been working the same job for about four years now, so my schedule's very persistent, and uh, you know things are things are rolling right into the way I, I, I imagined them. So it's, it's a beautiful thing on my end. So you see a lot of guys right now 
getting calls because a lot of people aren't willing to fight. There's pandemics. People are getting injured. People are getting sick. Is your mentality, like, even though there's no fight on a contract right now, I'm staying ready on the off chance I get a call? Because you saw it this past weekend. Jorge Masvidal yesterday wasn't supposed to fight for for a title. Now he's four days away from a title shot. Is that your mentality? Just stay in shape. Stay in shape. You never know the call might come. I kind of, a lot of people don't know, man, I I was a really big guy. I was like 340 when I started fighting, 335. And I I didn't look anything how I look now. You know what I mean? Like I put on a lot of weight. Uh, I I lost a lot of weight. And then I started kind of putting on muscle. I went through a few injuries. I had a surgery a few years ago. So um, I'm about the healthiest I felt fighting, you know, now that I felt in a long time. So uh, this quarantine, I kind of been doing some things. I've been working out really hard, and I kind of put on a little bit of muscle. So now it's just, you know, the mindset's getting that weight right about where I want it to. I've always walked around a little bit over the heavyweight limit, you know what I mean? So the goal is now to get a little closer to the heavyweight limit, you know, maybe around 275 is what I want to walk around at, maybe even get a little lighter, you know what I mean, if, if, if that's what's to come. You know, I, I enjoy eating, man. I, 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 love, I love my life. So uh, this is like the only thing, like, you know, this is the last thing on the list. And I, I put it on, as the last thing on the list because people have made fun of me since I was a little kid. So, you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody's always said that was, you know, oh, he, he's, he's a chunky kid or, oh, he, he's out of shape. You know, I, I won a state title like this. I was an All-American in college, one year wrestling in college. You know what I mean? Like my first year I was an All-American as a true freshman, 18-year-old kid. You know what I mean? So if I would have kept doing that, I think I would have been just as successful. You know, this this is just what I fell into, and I have a huge love for it. So whether I'm on contract to fight, my life is built around this sport. I have so many other friends that fight. Um, I love jujitsu now as well. I'm a very, very good wrestling grappler. And now I'm subbing subbing people. I have a very good, you know, submission tool list. So I just enjoy getting better, and that's the whole thing about, you know, the longer they hold out on me, it's not really going to change anything. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I've got a big love for this sport, and it's going to take something a lot crazier than people telling me I'm, you know, uh, too ugly for the UFC to, to make me quit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's very unfortunate that that's kind of the mentality they have because you look at some of the greatest fighters in the UFC, the first one that comes to mind to me is Daniel Cormier, right? And he's not built like Francis Ngannou. He's yeah, not no, man. Like it's, John Jones. It's, this, this has a lot more to do with what you look like. You know, uh, I hate to say it like that, but when you're in there, man, I, I've wrestled some very, very strong guys, and I've made them look real, real bad, you know, in front of a lot of people many times. So, yes, this is fighting, and yes, there's punches being thrown. But, uh, you know, I wrestled for a long time. I've been doing jiu-jitsu for about four or five years, and you're seeing me sub these high-level guys that got way higher belts than I got. You know what I mean? So now I've been striking for about, I'd say, five or six years as well, almost going on seven years. I think, or well, maybe five years going on six years now I've been striking. And you see, you know, now you see who I'm sparring with on a day-to-day basis. You know, he wouldn't be bringing me in his camp if he didn't think I was offering him something that was, you know, better than most guys. So I uh, I feel bad for these guys because, you know, I've always built. I've never been somebody that did something and then, like, plateaued. You know, if I lost, I'm, I use that to get better. So I'm just waiting to, you know, find my day to keep getting better. You know, I, I, I hate DQs because, like, I, I, that, that, that just gives it a question mark to me. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't have cared if I lost those fights because nobody's taking those fights. I mean, that's my point. Nobody's nobody's jumping to fight a 6'9 or 6'10, 250-pound Brazilian uh, guy coming from one of the most 
notable Brazilian fighters at heavyweight. You know what I mean? Like nobody's nobody's jumping to fight that guy. Nobody's fighting to jumping to fight Daniel James. You know, these aren't guys that uh, the people that are getting signed to the contender series at heavyweight. These aren't the fights these guys are taking. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, man, hopefully you get noticed. I've been uh, I've been watching you for a long time, so I, I do know that what you're capable of doing. Um, when there's no disqualifications, I know that uh, that you're quite capable of putting out anybody. So uh, I'm really excited, uh, and hopefully you're a fight or two away. I'll ask a couple more questions, and then I'll and then I'll let you uh, get going. Um, but um, there's a big fight this weekend. We touched on it. Jorge Masvidal stepping up on short notice. Uh, to fight Kamaru Usman, who's uh, a monster, who's looked absolutely crazy in every one of his fights. What's your prediction for that fight? Uh, I mean, I, I think if I think if anything, it's going to be uh, Usman. Usman's going to probably try to try to grapple him. You know, a lot of a lot of Jorge's losses came from really really good guys taking him down. You know, a lot a lot of, not a lot of people stand at the distance with him. Definitely not now. So I think if we see Kamaru getting beat. It's going to be something he gets caught with, you know what I mean, late in a round. I don't think it's going to be something early. I don't see him diving in on a shot like Askren did. You know what I mean? Everybody knows that's what Jorge is going to be looking for is that knee. So, I, I mean, I, I love Masvidal, dude. I've always been a – I used to watch him when he did his bare-knuckle stuff and his street fighting. You know what I mean? Like, that's – that. I used to watch him before I fought. You know, a lot of my buddies in high school used to watch all that stuff. So, I've always been a big Masvidal fan, and it was always – it's really cool to see him come back these last couple of years and do the things he's been doing. So it would be uh, a heaven sent day for me if he won the belt. You know what I mean? Like that would be cool to me because that's a guy I feel like put a lot of years in the sport. I love Kamar Usman too. Sometimes I feel like he's a little uh, cliche, you know what I mean? But that's a lot of people in his ear probably telling him he's got to say those things, which, you know, I understand it because you're trying to make the money. I, I get it. I get it. But I just, I wish, uh, I wish them both a lot, but, I'm pulling for Masvidal. I, li- I like Masvidal, man. I-, I really do. And then uh, last last question for you: When you're not training throughout the pandemic, when you're not when you're not doing anything MMA related, what sorts of things do you get up to? Any oh, video games? What? Yeah, yeah. I play. Uh, I-, I say the main thing is I hang out with my fiance a lot. My dog. I got a little bulldog. Like I said, my nickname's Big Dog. I love dogs, so that's kind of why I think the the dog thing came into my life is. I was always hanging out, and I always had a bulldog. So people always always like bulldogs because they're so ugly, they're cute. So maybe that's why I like them is because I'm so you know so so much different. I'm cute, right? That's that's the goal. But no, I hang out with my girl, my dog. I play uh, Call of Duty. Jamal's really good at Call of Duty as well. He kind of wrote me into it. I used to be just a Fortnite guy because it was free. You know, I mean, I don't like spending money. <laughs> <laughs> so I played Fortnite for a long time with like my niece and nephews and my girlfriend, fiance now. Um, but now she plays Fortnite most of the time and I do some, I do call of duty, but I work a lot. And then even when I'm not working, uh, I usually am out doing like, you know, some tree work or some side work, just trying to build some knowledge, you know, cause the goal is to start my own business one day. So I don't have to, uh, work for somebody, you know, and then I can make my own hours and make my training regiment even better. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, that's the goal one day. And that's why I want those bigger checks, man. I don't, I'm not asking for a hundred, you know, 20, 20 straight for me. I'll earn it. You know what I mean? I'll earn it because I can take 20 and, and, and turn it into a business and be making more money. And then when you call me, I'll take a month off and all my buddies and stuff that I'm trying to help build their lives are back here working while I'm doing my other job. You know what I mean? That's I've always had that goal. You know, so fighting has just kind of been that blessing that I didn't know I would have. You know, I didn't never expected to have a way to make extra money. So 
it was it was kind of cool that it is what it is because I spent so much time wrestling in my life. It's like, well, at least it's going somewhere. Yeah, so. absolutely. Thank you, uh, thank you so much for the time, man. I, I can't wait to see your next fight. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's in the UFC or hopefully it's a contender series or yeah, whatever yeah, it takes yeah, to get I there. Don't, you know, like I said, I don't care where it's at. You know, win, yeah. lose, or draw, you're going to see me fight again, and that you know, and that's kind of my point. I wasn't making those posts to 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 be rude to people. It was more of like, if you think this is what's going to make me go away, like, you know, you guys are crazy. I'm going to be. I'm, I'm the youngest guy on the list. And that's what a lot of I've been the youngest guy on these rankings list for like three years and I'm still one of the youngest guys. So I feel like uh, maybe that's why maybe they're like, well, he's still young. Let him let him grow. And maybe they, maybe they think I'm going to grow into my body. They, you know, I've been hearing that baby fat will go away for about 20, 20 years now. So I just can't wait for it myself, let alone them. <laughs> I love that, man. Uh, but man, I'm, I'm can't wait to watch your next fight, regardless where it is. Uh, I do think it's only a matter of time before you get noticed by a big organization. So all the best, man. Stay safe. Keep washing your hands because don't want to catch anything. Yes, and, sir. And uh, stay ready, man. All the best. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Anytime. Take it easy, brother.